nice to give you oral pleasure. No. <laughs> oh. uh, okay. A-U. All right. Okay. Wow. Wow. Here we go. You're welcome, Trailer Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited? God damn it, I will kill myself. Worried. Are you worried or excited? An invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness about masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse. Oh my god, here it comes. Here it comes. It's so wet. Oh my god, it's coming. Trailer Park Podcast, episode 147. Uh, It has been a little while. We took a little bit uh, extra time. I'm not sure exactly why. Uh, I did propose a podcast sooner than now, but it was not agreed to until now. Um, We don't want to saturate the market, Nathan. (laughs) And we really, really couldn't bring ourselves to do a podcast without the intern. It was too depressing. Excellent point. We welcome back the intern, but before we uh, allow him to speak, we must introduce the other members of our party, which are Daniel, Amanda, and Chelsea, and myself. Hmm. Great to be back. Kick off the cobwebs, rub off the rust. Wipe the mold off uh, the soil and get going. What do you mean mean welcome back the intern? Where do you go? Uh, He was gone in the middle of a other province um, learning how to make uh, guitars. That's correct. In turn, where were you specifically in the middle of Saskatchewan, Canada? Uh, Tagaski, town of 75. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Okay. Yeah. They're just trying to pull one over on you guys. No such place exists. Yeah. You know, know, the two towns next to it are Elbow and Eyebrow. Yeah. See, awesome. Listen to this. Hmm. Oh, just down the way from Skookigi. Yeah. Yeah. These are made up places. Did you, the closest Saskatchewan. The closest real place is Moose Jaw. Yeah. Did you jump into a a, a green tube with a red hat to get there? Fuck. <laughs> several. Wow. Took several tubes. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know how to make guitars. We've seen them. He he brought them here and he showed them and they're very beautiful and he's he can make guitars this man. He's a very skilled individual. We they're beautiful. We can't verify that he made them. That's true. That's an yeah, excellent yeah. point. <laughs> He's beaver right from a, a guitar center, and he's just been hanging out under a bridge for six weeks. These guitars are stolen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or they're beautiful, don't work at all. Uh, he played them. He played them. Did I? I don't actually remember playing them. Oh, maybe I did. I strummed one. It seemed like it worked. <laughs> I don't know how to play a guitar. A on that thing. <laughs> But here we are. Can we get a re- formal review yeah. from you? I d- shouldn't be giving any reviews on musical instruments. Uh, th- this is going to go up. I'm going to open up the website, and you're going to be my first testimonial. <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> Looks real nice. It makes sound. <laughs> yeah. It's Stunned a looker. It. Didn't break. Yeah. The strings stayed intact when I strummed them. <laughs> Perfect. All is well. Well, guys, 147. What do you want to know? You want to know some things? I want to know what it means. You want to know what it means? It sounds serious. Can you tell us 147 facts about 147? No, but there are 147 different ways of representing one as a sum of unit fractions with five terms. (sighs) 
I, I always you. wanted to know that. I want to hear the list of 147 things about 147. You there, were working on it for weeks. I need 147 <laughs> facts. Fun there's facts. A, there's 147 different self-avoiding polygonal chains of length, six using horizontal and vertical segments of the integer lattice. I don't know oh, what lattice. you're yeah. looking for, but that's what I have. I feel like he cast some sort of math spell. Well, he's always like, energy up, energy up, you guys. Here's a bunch of math. Yeah. Now it's lost in some <laughs> sort of symmetric diamond, yeah. Math doesn't get you like Randy? Randy, what no? are you talking about? You know, I... guys don't get like all hot and bothered with hearing about math. Did you just oh, use yeah. the word Randy? Isn't that from like the 60s? Like you want us to get... Oh, before then, like the 20s probably. Has that like... how long it's been since you had sex? Like sexually bothered. You're saying that we should be sexually bothered by math? Like, come to daddy. Like, get really excited? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like that. Come to daddy. Well, I am an accountant, so... Yeah. Yeah, isn't your favorite movie The Accountant? <laughs> no. That's should be everyone's favorite movie. Did you know that the Bond girl in Casino Royale is an accountant? Like, yeah, yeah, I did know that. I, I didn't. I just learned it this weekend. She yeah, has she terrible. She the movie. <laughs> she has terrible vocal fry. Ava Green. I gotta tell you. <clears throat> so Nathan wouldn't fuck her. That's well, correct. Uh, depending yeah. on how visible her nipples <laughs> are, that that could change things. I agree. <laughs> She's Girl. way out of his league. <laughs> um, 147 energy relies only on itself, yet it thoroughly enjoys interacting mm -hmm. with people. God damn it. Especially when there is ample opportunity to be creative. Now, imagine a person expressing 147 energy, creating an, an independent RRF. Or, sorry, creative and independent are our first impressions. In social situations, they are likely to inspire others without even trying. Mm. How how often do you, does everyone here get naked and lie down face down masturbating? I don't know. Why are we back on that? But I I just I'm trying to figure out how 147 I am. There was a I, name for that. <laughs> there was a name for that that we had on a different episode. Maybe and the I, fans could remind us. I yeah, yeah. Maybe they could on, send cool us a million. message. Yeah, send us Fight a message, up. cool million. We'll get back to you. <clears throat> wow, you guys are all assholes. I wouldn't mind spreading a little warm 147 around. <clears throat> it also kind of looks like 14-7, like kind of like a lazy way of being like 24-7, 14-7. We're <laughs> open most of the time. That's my work day. I'm a 14-7 kind of guy. 14-7's a lazy ass. That's, uh, okay. All right. Okay, enough. Enough. Hey, you fucking bastards! Enough. Okay, stop it. Uh, we're going to roll right into the 5090s and the round table. Uh, it's all one segment now. It just all bleeds together. Everything just blends together. Hope you're all happy. No, it's just it's just mini segments within a larger segment.
So we're going to talk about some things that we watched. I'm going to quickly mention Avatar The Way of Water because nobody wants to talk about it on this podcast. So I'm just going to say that, yeah, it's decent. It's long, but it's decent. And it's the kind of movie you should probably watch in a theater, but none of you will except for the intern. And uh, yeah, it's going to make a shit fucking boatload of money. It already has. Let's move on. (laughs) Avatar. Yeah, there's a really good hour in that three hours of movie. Uh, I don't know. I thought I I enjoyed. I wasn't bored. I did wonder yeah. at one point. I did wonder how close are we to the three hour and ten minute mark? Mm. Yeah, we ate breakfast and lunch as a the- at the theater that day. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Or are you making a joke? No, that's true. <laughs> I got there at like 11 a.m. and I didn't leave after, until after 3.30. Oh, my God. It's a whole day affair. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> and you know what? One would argue that the theater should be an event, not this like in and out in 90 minutes crap with special exceptions if it's Fast and the Furious or whatever list of movies you make exceptions for. Well, I hear what you're saying. I don't know that movies should be a two-meal experience. I don't know that it should account for your entire, like, you know, like, day. Okay. It should be a whole day dedication. (laughs) Yeah, eight hours round trip. Yeah. I don't know. You guys have have kids now, so there's this whole other element. I had to drive for an hour and 40 minutes to go watch Avatar. Like, wait, one way or both ways? No, one way. Total travel time was two, was how much? Three hours and 10 minutes. Could have watched the whole Three thing. Three hours and 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah, you're not submitting and, yeah. that mileage to anybody, are you? What's that? You're not submitting that mileage to anyone. You're just. That was a work trip. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got to start getting paid to watch these TPP movies here. Right. Well, if you did something, you did some actual work. Well, I showed up, didn't I? That's oh, what I do at my regular job. Way, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do at my regular job. I show up. Okay. All right. Somebody else talk about something else. We need to get off the avatar. Oh, I can. I can talk about uh, two two things, and they'll both be really quick. Uh, Are they the going to be boring? Disney one, the Disney one, Strange World. Oh, I think they've seen that. So you guys can talk about that together. Uh, it was really bad. It was super bad. Yeah, cool. All right, high five. <laughs> and I saw Glass Onion. Jake Gyllenhaal and gave it. Mystery. Jake Jake Gyllenhaal gave it a lift, though, right? Strange World. No. No. <laughs> they need to stop casting Jake Gyllenhaal in things. He gave it a lift, he, though. He managed to find a dud of a Disney movie. That's hard to do. Okay. All right, and you he say he might be the cause. You say, He's the common denominator here. Shh, shh, shh. Uh, glass it, onion. World is crumbling. Glass onion. Glass onion. Uh, I also watched that, so I have I mean? have feedback. I enjoyed it. I watched that on uh, the day before Christmas. Okay, I have an issue. So did we? We watched it on the same day. I have an issue with uh, glass onion. I, I yeah. it's it's the same as the initial Knives Out, which is it's supposed to be a a whodunit, but it's not. It's like a, you know, for the first 20 minutes, it's a whodunit. And then it's a let's show you whodunit for the next yeah. hour. There, okay. Part of the fun of whodunits, in particular Scream, is trying to guess who the fuck did it. Right. But this movie 
just gives you no information to actually guess. And then it does a flashback to show you. Yes. You know, like the twist is something you could never figure out because they didn't give you the information to figure it out. So that's my only qualm with the glass onions. I liked it. Yeah. You couldn't know. uh, Reading a real Sherlock Holmes book. You didn't know until an hour into the movie that there was a a prior mystery. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they just like give it to you. So you're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Now we're just watching like how those gaps were filled just for the sake of being like, oh, that's how it's done. All right. All right. Right. It's a lazy man's mystery. It's it's, <laughs> yes. it's a 147 mystery. It did correct a problem, though, because at first I didn't understand why Daniel Craig was being, like, so dumb and hokum. Because mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie, he is like, my God, look at this. I was just like, oh, boy. <laughs> I can't. I can't for this. I can't. But it turns out that there was a purpose to that. So, that, okay. <clears throat> um, also, I mean, I didn't hate it. I enjoy. I thought it was fun, but it was like, like you said, it's the same as the first one. It's like, okay, well, you we're only halfway through the movie, and now you're giving me basically another movie. Mm. Um, but I will say, so I don't want to watch it again. I wouldn't really tell anybody to see it unless they already liked those kinds of movies. I mean, it was, it was cute. It was, it was fine. But uh, Kate Hudson really rocked it for me. I thought she did an awesome job, like better than anybody yep. else, really. Yeah, I liked yeah, her. Yeah. yeah, no, I got no qualms with the performances. I just... I, I have qualms with the structure of how the mystery is delivered. I don't, I don't know. And I and I read that um, they they considered giving Daniel Craig a different accent in every sequel as a joke because that's how they're approaching these movies. Like it's just silliness. Yeah. And I yeah. guess maybe that's the way you have to come at are. it with is just silliness. Yeah. But how long can you sit and listen to someone explain how a mystery? Is. Normally, that's like the last 10 minutes or the 15 minutes or the monologue before. Um, yeah, a getting hero. it for a full hour is like a little jerk off Yeah. They're kind of like proud of themselves. Like, ah, eh, you like that? And you're like, well, I guess because I could never have guessed it. Right. <laughs> yeah. One of the only things I really liked about, knive, or about Knives Out was, um, sorry, Glass Onion. <laughs> a Knives Out yeah. series. Right. Story. A Knives Out mystery uh, is how Daniel Craig just like nailed Norton's. <laughs> yeah. Big plan. He just oh, that was so funny. Nailed it in like yeah. two minutes, and when dinner started, and I was he's so was mad. Then they made a reference to how he just like chewed through that box. The mysteries of the box. They were all trying to figure out how to get into the box, and he just like uh, trivialized it. I some think he was, kids' toy. Yeah, some, some kids', kids toy mysteries. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was just, once I got past those little kids' puzzles, like. <laughs> And that was all before they started over explaining the mystery. So yeah. I the first half was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like uh yeah, you're right. You, you guys are right. There is a general silliness to the knives out universe, but I thought this one compared to the first one was was much sillier. Yes. There was like a serious tone to the first one that was like, all right, this is, this is a real yeah. mystery, but our cast of characters are pretty wacky. That's a well, good that, point. But yeah. they were also believable. Like <clears throat> this is kind of how like rich Yes. Like fighty families kind of are. Yes. Whereas this one, it was like, these people are very disparate and super and, disparate. They jam them together in a bar. Who should you do? I should do any questions. Aren't they funny? <laughs> yep. Yeah. The that's... first one. Yeah. They are like exactly the same in that the first half is much better than the second half. But I went away from both of them just enjoying them like a good time. So, yeah, it's, it's not a bad ride. No. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Um, we'll do a quick uh, rundown here. Uh, Chelsea and I over the holidays uh, started a new behavior, and that's um, going through the Walmart Blu-ray bins and the whatever store has like Blu-rays on their bullshit shelving. Yeah, they're like, here, I can't believe we still have these. Please yeah. take them. We've been going to those, and we've been like, oh, this looks ridiculous. Let's get that. Yeah. And buying these things. And we plan on creating like a, a little basket of just bullshit. And <laughs> uh, our first focus has been um, like sexy thrillers. There's a sh- sub-genre mm. that is right up my Like the Fatal Attraction, yeah. Fear with Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So we watched the erotic thriller. A bunch erotic of yeah, erotic thrillers. thriller. Yeah, we watched a bunch of them. We watched Obsession with uh, Beyonce and Idris Elba. Amazing. That one's, uh, uh-huh. that one's, that one's pretty I, good. I've seen that weirdly. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Fatal. Uh, yeah, Fatal with uh, Hilary Swank. That one's bad shit. You should check really that great out. on Netflix. Yeah, The Intruder with Dennis Quaid. He kills it. That's bad shit. And there's one <laughs> Sleepless with Jamie Fox. That one's fucking bad and- shit. The, all these they're all batshit. <laughs> they're all batshit. Well, all of these movies have like Oscar-winning actors yeah. in these B thrillers that are they take they're taking themselves very seriously, which is what compels it's you. It sucks yeah. you in. Yeah, it's part of it. But it's it's not working. Yeah. But it is working in a way that they didn't intend. Yeah. Yeah. Glorious. Yeah. Won't get into any, into any specific details. I'll just tell you that we're building a basket of bullshit, and it's all bad shit. And this Michael, what's his name? Michael Ely. Yeah, Michael guy? Ely, the black He's... guy with the really like uh, warm blue eyes. He's... He was he was in that TV show for a season with um, Dollars. Uh, no, it was the guy from the Carl Urban was a cop in the future, and his partner was an android, and he played the android because he looks. Kind of strange with his light blue eyes. But anyway, he's in several of these. He's in The Intruder. He was in Fatal. We bought another one today called... The, the Perfect Guy. The Perfect Guy. We he's haven't in that seen one. it yet, so TBD. We're like, oh, there he is again. <laughs> he's like carrying the torch of there's, these sexy, erotic yeah, thrillers. There's the blue-eyed Blackman. <laughs> he's, he's there again. Blackman. Black Michael Douglas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, Fatal Attraction is really the king of the castle. But the thing that Fatal Attraction doesn't do is make you sympathize with Michael Douglas. Like in Obsession, Idris Elba, you sympathize with him because he doesn't do anything. She's actually just crazy, and he never sleeps with her. He never does anything. She drugs him, and she fucks with him, but he never is responsible for any of the behavior. So you sympathize with him. But Michael Douglas just straight up cheated on his wife. So you're like, fuck you, pal. And then he doesn't tell her. Yeah. He does everything yeah. in his power not oh. to tell her. Yeah, great point. Yeah, in Fatal Attraction, he holds back. He doesn't. He lies until he absolutely has to tell the truth. Until she breaks into the house and boils a bunny on the stove, then he tells her the truth. <laughs> Sounds like you guys need to do like a like a like a, like a YouTube channel basket of, basket of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> basket of bullshit. A basket uh, of bad shit bullshit. Uh, at the bottom of the bucket. We had, we've got two. Yeah, we've we've got a couple. Do it. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that we watch this is that Daniel, like repeatedly over a period of months, like would be like, "Is Dominion available yet? Can we watch Dominion yet? <laughs> Who 
has it. Does anybody have it yet? You're not and a Jurassic finally, Park fiend. Well, then it finally showed up for free on Prime, and I was like, okay, we can watch Dominion. Here, here let me, let's rephrase that. Probably once over the last three months, I was like, is probably Stone was like, is Dominion around? And she was like, I don't know. Like, like annoyed that I asked, is and Dominion that in her head turned around. into me asking all the time, "Is Dominion?" It was probably once. What's at least seven to five times. <laughs> seven, to five. seven to five, a decreasing amount. That's uh, how you know, right there. Yeah. Is Dominion around? Okay. All right. So you're a you're a Jurassic Park fiend, which I didn't realize. No, I'm not even. That's why. That's why I have listen, to clarify here. Listen, no. Daniel. I've developed a relationship with your wife. We talk a lot. I trust oh my her. God. I trust her. She says seven to five. Oh I say I say you at least asked about Dominion at least three times. Oh, at least three to one times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just need it. Well, it's, I think here in your defense, let's just let's just say for the sake of argument that you probably on average said it three times a day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's just say that happened. And if that happened, then I, I reckon back to us, me and you, and I don't remember who was with us. Might have been a fellow named Joe McLeod, but I don't recall. We all went to see Jurassic Park 3 in the theater in Calgary. And it was so fucking dumb. Like Alan Grant falling asleep on the plane and having a dream about a velociraptor sitting next to him on the airplane. Dumb. You're talking to him like in a gentleman's English accent. Yeah, Alan. Alan, we were laughing our ass off out in the parking yeah. lot. So yeah, that was great. maybe you were like subconsciously waiting for the third installment of this new trilogy, thinking that it had potent insanity inside of it. What do you think? Uh, oh, I uh, most, most definitely that was the case because like I've already, I've already listened to like the riff tracks of Fallen Kingdom because Fallen Kingdom is like a fucking eye opening. Whoa, this is what you guys decided was going to be okay. <laughs> Holy shit. But there's a concept in Fallen Kingdom that is like so bonkers batshit that you're like, how's this even in this series at all? <clears throat> Which is the daughter, the like clone, yeah. the clone daughter. I'm just going to spoil the shit out of this. Um. <clears throat> yeah, in Fallen Kingdom, we come to find out that like, I don't even know who he is, but you know, the, the Jurassic Park owner, creator, yeah. creator, whatever people. John Hammond. That he had a wife or a daughter. But no, in, in in the second movie, all we know is that he has like his granddaughter died or something, so he like made a clone of her, or or that his granddaughter is a clone of his a daughter of his wife or daughter, something like that. Either way, it's a clone. She's a clone. There's a little girl. She's a clone. So you're like, oh, now that they're not just fucking around with dinosaurs, they're fucking around with humans too. So they they really upped the game in Fallen Kingdom, having this clone girl running around with the implication that in her DNA is some sort of gap filler, like frog or other bullshit. Well, they don't posit that <clears throat> in the second one. We find that out in Dominion. No, they do imply that in the second one. In the third one, the reveal is even crazier than that. Oh, yeah, that's true. In the third one, the reveal is like, everyone get ready. It is that his daughter was actually the clone, not his granddaughter, and his daughter asexually reproduced... An offspring. Uh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So we need to watch this movie. And that's what? where the girl came from. She's an asexually reproduced creature of a cl of a clone. Well, you're assuming it's a clone. I'm assuming it's a clone because... It's... How else would it be this way? But <sighs> anyway, yeah. An asexually reproduced child who is an exact copy of her 
mom. Yeah, of her mom or her grandma. Either way, that there's a lot of focus on that element. The, the dinosaurs take a real backseat in Dominion. <laughs> <laughs> they also oh act like in this movie, as far as the dinosaurs go, they act like the dinosaurs are uncatchable. Like at this point, even though we're only at four years, I think post them sort of getting out yeah. in Fallen Kingdom, they've apparently like uh, spread across the entire globe and like multiplied it like an, an exorbitant rate um, and they act like we can't we can't catch them it took us two years to catch a t-rex how they're really big you can see them yeah they catch one like in the first movie or they at least like corner one with with nothing but yeah so in this movie because in, in the i don't know in the previous films there's not even that many dinosaurs left after what they've done in the previous movies the, right. most of them die on the island from a volcano a volcano takes care of like a lot of the back the back story loose ends. It's just like, yeah, we killed like 99% of them. They took a handful to the mainland, which in the Fallen Kingdom with the previous movie, they are auctioning off for like an hour and a half. <clears throat> so they escape. And then maybe there's a handful of others from a previous incident from the first movie. And yes, that, I don't know, 100 dinosaurs has turned into they cover every continent coast to coast. And and everyone just does not know how to handle them. The military is just like, we don't know what to do. We can't do anything about it. So, like, you just have to go to school and, like, dodge stegosauruses. Yeah, they're just, like, in traffic. <laughs> Sorry. They're at, the, they're at the park. Oh, they're little dinosaurs. The little little tiny dinosaurs, the little carnivorous ones that are, like, chicken size. Yeah. They're just, like, they chase kids at playgrounds and elementary schools and stuff. And everyone's just, like, ugh, hands on their hips. Like, God, can't do nothing. <laughs> it's also, like, a weird amalgamation of Jurassic Park plus star wars there's scenes that i'm like this is the this is like boba fett's club yeah it's like this yeah this is the cantina in, in, in star wars it's like it, like the same and then and then also but also alien resurrection it's like equal parts those three things and it's so dumb and not even like in a fun way like there are fun things about it like the like the asexual clone baby but that's it yeah I don't even remember what I, what, I don't even remember what I've happens. Well, I don't remember what was resolved. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked this up, and I've apparently seen Fallen Kingdom, but I don't remember anything about it. I haven't seen it. Like, I don't remember one one thing about it. I remember the first one, the first of the new series one. I've seen but Fallen the, the, Kingdom. Like, yeah. I don't remember seeing Fallen Kingdom. It, apparently, this is a problem with this movie. I remember going in and out, and I was like, have the clones happened yet? Because Daniel was talking about the clones after he watched it, and so you watched it, and I was like, pass. But now I'm into it because I think I'm in that mindset. I'm good oh with some wackadoo garbage. Well, if you care about Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> um, critically, The Dominion is the worst movie of the franchise. By a lot, yeah, it, by a little. But user ratings, <laughs> it's the third best. It's, yeah, the it's hard third to say because, like, I don't know. I really don't like Jurassic Park two and three. Um, you don't like Jeff Goldblum's black daughter doing gymnastics and kicking velociraptors <laughs> in the face. They just pop that in there, and then they don't mention it again for the next rest of the entire franchise. <laughs> That's true. Oh. Chris Pratt also in this movie. I guarantee you guys, he had no more than twenty-five lines. Yeah, the whole movie. Hmm. What? Yeah, he doesn't want to. It's it's not it's not his movie. It's the it's it's the chicks movie. 
Even she didn't talk that much, though. I don't think the script was more than 40 pages. I can't even remember what When you happens. say the chick, do you are you referring to Bryce Dallas Howard? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Jessica Chastain Lesser. Yes, who they have who they have put in like lots of big wintry clothing because she is she is voluptuous. Oh, I'm getting a message from the producers. They're telling me that Amanda's levels are low. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's I can't even hear myself. I, like Really? Yeah. Well do you have an audio tech on site that can help you with that? Because that would be his responsibility. <laughs> And I've been very animated this whole time and actually talked like really close to the mic. <laughs> and Andrew, were you just building guitars this whole time? Like you didn't watch anything? What's up? Yeah. Talk to my talk to us. Well, I I did talk about the things I watched okay. in in twenty twenty. Uh, the two things that you watched over the Well, you know what, to be fair, you were spending a lot of time in the wood shop. Quote, I was. Unquote. Yeah, I was living Touching a, wood. Touching a his 14 wood. seven day life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Four, 14 hours in the in the shop. 14 hours a day touching wood. Yep. Uh, some hardwood, some mm. softwood, some hard wood. Can anybody hear uh, me? We can hear you fine, Amanda. It's fine if you can't increase your levels. I was just poking fun to see if I could get the levels increased. That's very annoying because I'm. I, don't, I, I don't. I just don't understand why they're. Oh, are mine okay? Yeah, yours are good. Yes, of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I will. Say, I guess the things that I actually watched out there was like uh, season one and half a season two of Parks and Rec and uh, Squid Game. Oh. Oh, you finally watched Squid Game. Squid Game. Squid See, it's already going downhill. I've only had half a bottle of wine. That's true. I really like Squid Game. That was a good good time. So yeah. did the rest of the world two years ago. <laughs> yep. Ah, zing. Hey, yeah. Amanda and Daniel, have you watched Squid Game? Did you ever watch that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I think the rest of the world just isn't tapped in to messed up shit because I was like, that's it? Well, because when the world gets all upset about something and they're like, oh my God, and everybody at work's like, oh my God, you should watch this. It's sometimes I'll feel myself reject it. Mm, yeah. It'll really depend on Chelsea. If Chelsea's into it, then okay, I'll relent. But otherwise I'll like get my back up and just be like, fuck you, squid well, game. We all we all went through the uh the promise of the the Tiger King. Oh, that's true. And everyone got into it and I got into it and then like by episode the end of episode two i was like am i into this but then i watched the whole thing and i was like what a fucking waste of time yeah they promised me nicholas cage as the tiger king and i was like why am i watching this documentary i <laughs> just that ever happen i just want the dramatization i think they're gonna release it and i think it's gonna be released soon and nobody's gonna give a fuck no it's too late it is too late i'm also gonna plug white lotus one more time because he didn't do a good job doing... I listened to him plug it in the last episode, and he did a terrible job selling it. Well, so we just we finished watching season two of White Lotus, and it has Aubrey Plaza. So I yeah. thought if I mentioned that White Lotus season two has Aubrey Plaza, Texas might take me seriously. And you can start on season two. And actually watch it. I watched both seasons. <gasps> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just assumed you didn't care. No, I uh, I watched them both, and... Uh, loved it and then um i got emotional at jennifer coolidge's like 
insane frenetic acceptance speech at the Golden Globes. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, Amanda, I am. I apologize. I just assumed that my recommendation meant nothing. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. To be fair, I forgot that you recommended it. <laughs> <laughs> it had nothing to do with me. Oh, that's great. I did think the second season was better than the first, but the show is really weird in that it's um, like nobody is likable in either season, really, (laughs) but, but it's super captivating. Like I couldn't stop watching it. I think I watched both seasons in like two days. I don't, I don't know that I want to say one season was better than the other. I just like certain like different things in the different seasons for different reasons. Like the pissing contest in season one where the, the guy oh, just the, can't yeah, the, let it go. The pineapple can't room. Can't let the pineapple room go. I love that. And so he's much. right. He's right. And I love that he's right. And I love that it's just he can't let it go. That part of that season is triumphant. And uh, yeah. No, there's more fleshed out stuff going on in season two with the uh, the relationships where they're trying to make you think who are the bodies in the ocean? Like who ends up trying to kill each other? And you don't really know. And These they they try to, to well they try to lead you down the path of the Aubrey Plaza relationship quad and and suggest to you that that could be where the deaths come I think because he keeps getting they keep getting more unhinged and they keep getting more angry and you think maybe it could escalate to murder at least I I, I thought maybe I just love normal people's lives falling apart <laughs> totally <laughs> I could Why? watch it all goddamn day. <laughs> But I knew that that guy that showed up um, and was hanging out with Jennifer Coolidge's character, I knew he was a con artist. I was like, mm, Hey, con- spoilers. Oh, sorry. Well, Daniel's never going to watch it. What about Andrew? He probably, he doesn't like TV. What about the cool billion? He's a snotty yeah. uh, movie only guy. Uh, I don't know. My sister kind of talked me into uh, watching it. Oh, okay. So, so our opinion means it. nothing and you need your next of kin right. to teach you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, as far as television goes, yes. Okay, fine. Your opinions on movies matter to me, and little else. Okay. Well, I appreciate all your here. I appreciate all your feedback. I need to bring up my audio clips again because every time you give me sass, I want to play something that shames you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, Amanda, please take take it away with the fifty nineties. I've got Basic Instinct, Fallen, Groundhog Day, In the Line of Fire. Tell me if I've missed anything i think that's everything okay can y'all am i better now at all yeah it's it's fine the the compression i i uh thing i use will lift you up a bit too so it's fine okay so i think everybody knows that i really loved basic instincts i loved every single second of it it was so dumb and (laughs) (laughs) like over the top everybody every scene people are like in rooms with the blinds and the lights with like shadows across their face from the blinds yeah and everybody's sweaty and and it makes men look so dumb and useless because at the end of the day he doesn't he doesn't figure it out he's a detective and he still is duped by this woman basically just because he likes her vagine Mm-hmm. Of course. The vagine. It was the fuck of the century. It was the yeah. fuck of the century. It was the fuck of the century. And she tells him from the goddamn beginning oh. that it was her. She yeah. never stopped saying it wasn't her. Never. It, it was a preach. 
it, it is it is a preach worthy film. Yeah, uh, that's been brought up, and I think that we should maybe actually dive into that because there is so much about it. Because Amanda was talking about it to us over the chat, and I we 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 threw it on because we were in the midst of our erotic thriller extravaganza, and we threw it on. And yeah, I'm I'm watching it, and I'm 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 ingesting um, Amanda's feedback, and I'm like, yes, he fucking rapes her. Absolutely, a hundred percent, he does. And then Roxy, her dance in that club, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with this movie? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So much going on. It's so oh, there's I'm I struggle to find the words, and I need to do a preach so I can prepare a bunch of fun things to say. Oh, I need to watch it again. Yeah. Um, it's there's a lot to unpack there. Okay. It's, well, we'll we'll table okay. that and we'll preach it and we'll get right down to the nitty gritties. Do you know what's great about you guys' little journey or your sojourn through uh, erotic thrillers? <laughs> Is that like you know once you run out of the the standard rigmarole and you dip into like just the soft core world, <laughs> it's basically endless. You can live there forever. You know. <sighs> This is like a couple's night out kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. No, it could be. We're also kind of dipping into just, well, we don't want to like narrow the scope to just one genre. Like we were at a farmer's market today and they had a, a vendor there with some movies, DVDs and Blu-rays. And we picked up a bunch of bullshit. For 20 bucks. For 20 bucks. Yeah. Like stuff like Gangster Squad starring <laughs> Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Uh, Josh Brolin. Yeah. Sean Penn. Sean Penn and um, what's the guy from The Notebook? Ryan Gosling. We're like, Ryan Gosling, what yeah. is this movie? Who are all these people and why is it $5? <laughs> so let's check that out. It's just stuff like that where you're just like, this looks ridiculous that this exists. Let's watch it. Um, Fallen, starring Denzel Washington. Oh, boy. I, it's good oh. that this one is not coming last because uh, I really struggled with this one. Oh, really? I was really searching for <laughs> anything to hold on to, to like. <laughs> the soundtrack? The soundtrack. Come on. Time. Are the one song in the movie? Is, yeah. Is that this one? I thought this was the one with Mike all falling it's down. Where, it's where the Azazel uh, demon jumps from body yeah, to Nathan's body. Yeah, Nathan's got a thing for this movie. He showed it to me when we first started dating. And I was like, yeah, I like it. But it's only because I liked him. so you're saying you lied all the time constantly if you remember i told you i was gonna tell you the story about the time i almost died (laughs) yeah big twist at the end oh the demon didn't die okay that's what demons do um it's just to me it was it was way too much use of the like demon perspective camera thing it was like half the movie is done from the like weird color camera angle, like the like wobbly, angle. like I'm not a human. Yeah, it's just too much. And then I don't know. We also like immediately accept that this is supernatural religious. Like there's no he he doesn't at any point as a detective, as a person who lives in like facts and reality, ever try to make sense of it being anything else. He's just like, yep, it's a demon. Well, of course, when that's the world you live in, it is true facts. that uh only matter but it should be i've got a big i love denzel me too and so i was like uh, i don't know what he's doing in here 
he's carrying the the movie he's trying his best doing his best i don't know i did have a really great line in it john goodman does say someone's playing with my dick and it ain't me (laughs) (laughs) i'll remember that line for the rest of my life well maybe i maybe i'm i'm bamboozled by the movie for some reason i enjoyed it um let's talk about groundhog day and your full circle coming home party what well you initially hated groundhog day and you made a big stink about it and then natasha leon starred in a movie that or a series that was very similar to groundhog day and i feel that that softened you for your for your landing on this view it did that's true it's true i've there's been some uh i I've, i've evolved a little bit in my hatred for the like repeat 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 thing um Groundhog Day is fun. It, uh, it, it's, it's a very compelling, like what I think is better about the movie than the comedy. Like, yes, I can see that there are things that you would cling to, especially if you saw it when you were young, they were like super duper funny. Like what's his face, the bald guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Ned Ryerson. Ned Ryerson. Yeah. Ned Ryerson. Um, Bing! It was, it's really interesting. Like his actual evolution takes him a very long time. And is is kind of moving like that he becomes he goes from being a, a total asshole local weatherman like who are you to like have such a stick up your ass about yourself <laughs> um to like just to genuinely treating everyone around him with like dignity and grace and and becoming a really good man um with the like sort of sexual assaulty rapey stuff happening in the middle and him yeah. evolving from there, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it's it's really a cool story. Um, it does have the Andy McDowell problem of where I'm like, who thought this woman was attractive? <laughs> have so you like, seen me? Have... We had to we had to put up with Andy McDowell being buttoned from neck to toe, and she did not <laughs> show a fucking inch of skin in that entire movie. <laughs> in any movie, she's... she does not show a clavicle. She's ever. very she's very home homely. Right. She is dressed like a first grade teacher. Yeah, that, mm. that is how I know her. That's how I know because she shows up in all my favorite movies of actors that love to choose scenery, like Multiplicity. Oh yeah, yeah, Multiplicity. She's also in Michael with John Travolta about the angel. Yes. Yeah. Who is yeah. that in First Night or Last Night or whatever the hell that is? Oh, uh, that's her doppelganger, but her like sexy doppelganger. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Julia Ormond. Julia Ormond. Thank you. Yes, that's from right. what else? Julia Ormond is in Sabrina with Harrison Ford and Greg Kinnear. Oh, yeah. And she's in Legends of the Fall. Hmm. Oh. Julia Ormond. But Groundhog Day is my favorite comedy Hmm. and is probably in my top like five, definitely top ten movies of all time because of just what you nailed down, which is that, yes, it has all these little comedic vignettes that are set up in his looping day that are so perfect and fun, especially if you grew up with it, and especially if you've seen it multiple times. It's a movie you can really eat into on multiple viewings because you can relax into it and just be like, I know what happens. Then you get to all the details of the of his looping day. Um, but yes, he does go through like multiple evolutions of learning. He thinks like, oh, I just got to nail down the details and work out everybody's bullshit and secrets yeah. and then that's it and then it's like no it's more than that you have to go more deeper you have to genuinely care yeah it happens he, in stages he like tries to take advantage of the situation yeah. tries to control the situation by just develop by learning new details every day and then he surrenders to it 
And when he surrenders to it, he escapes. After thousands of years. Probably. I think the director said, what, like 27 years? Oh, really? Yeah, at some point, the director gave it like a number of days. Interesting. And if you broke it down to years, it's like 27, 28 years. Is it 10,000 days? Oh, thousands of days then. 10,000 days, yeah. Oh, okay. All that? Yeah, okay. Interesting. And then in the line of fire, you didn't like, and Clint Eastwood's too old, and why is he a sex symbol, and granddaddy is sleeping with young women, and that's disgusting, correct? Well, it's just, it's a fine movie. I just think that a lot of these Clint Eastwoods um, are essentially the same. Like he, he plays like someone in law enforcement, yep. haggard, yep. good guy, always honorable, even if he's a thief, like in the other one I had to watch. But that like one's good. Always, yeah. Absolute, I mean, all, absolute power was good. Yeah. They're all good. They're just not like, hmm. they're not for me. They're not blowing my skirt up. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I love absolute power. Well, the only thing I'll say about In the Line of Fire, and I think I said it on the chat as well when you watched it and gave feedback about it, was I feel like In the Line of Fire was John Malkovich's coming out party in the 90s. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Like John Malkovich established himself as like... A homosexual. The guy. (laughs) Like the next, the villain that you wanted in your movie or the weird character actor you wanted as your supporting actor. Like Soon to be Con Air. Yeah, yeah. Con Air was not long after that and he was the scariest of everybody on that plane well that's not true don't bring up Buscemi he just Buscemi. he was weird he was weird he wasn't scary Malkovich was oh, the main villain Buscemi whatever. raped that little girl yeah whatever stop it probably yep. wore her face yeah alright <clears throat> but I got a uh, a segment for you guys um, I don't have a jingle or anything so I'm not going to play any jingles. Unless you want to request a jingle, I'll play a jingle. Oh, just like a random jingle? <laughs> yeah, any jingle you want, I'll give it to you. But it has nothing to do with what I'm going to do. <laughs> just make up like an give awkward it to one us on the hard spot. And fast. Yeah. Sorry? Make up like an awkward one on the spot. Make up an awkward oh, one on the spot. This is um, some questions with Nathan. You know, <laughs> like one of those. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't expect that. <laughs> Let's see what I can do for you. It's time to play. What's the word? <laughs> On the spot. There you go. There you go. Okay. What's the word? What's the word? All right. Wait, play, play what's the word or on the spot? We're going to play what's the word. And you're on the spot. <laughs> and you're on the spot. You guys are on the spot. All right. So the sports show that I watch occasionally Pardon the interruption. They do a segment. Occasionally. You're excused? They do a segment called What's the Word? Where you say a line and there's a blank in it. And you have to fill in the blank. So I'm going to give you here. Here's an example. Okay. And I want, you know, whoever, just, just pipe up if you have a word. Uh, a Disney Plus TV series about national treasure without Nicolas Cage in it is blank. Oh, so a travesty. Like word. Andrew, travesty. Yes. Cancelled. Is cancelled. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. See, this is the fun of it. We get gay. to see. Yeah, it's gay. <laughs> if if gay was negative. But gay is not negative anymore, right guys? <laughs> uh, positive plus? I use it interchangeably for positive and negative things so that it's equal. <laughs> oh good good for you. Um I think my word would be pointless. 
but uh, yeah. I, I like the idea that intern just suggested you could put plus on the end of your word, like failure plus. That'd be great. Yeah. They made it though, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they made a National Treasure movie with no Nicolas Cage with with, with, with with women in it. Yeah, it's pointless. It's dumb. With women in it? It's like it's a gender swap National Treasure? Stupid. I think it's like his daughter or something. Dumb Is it idea. even that? I don't know. That might I just, how bad must the script be for Nicolas Cage to turn it down? I thought he did everything. They probably just didn't ask him because uh, they're dumb. Yeah. I think he's back now. I think he's like leveled out financially. He got a couple of movies under his belt where he had a little bit of like, you know, prestige to it. Mm. I think he's like, all right, I think I tr- can tread lightly, tread lightly now. And I want maybe, a man. Maybe, maybe, maybe not do seven a year. I want Amanda's word on this one. The Frasier revival TV series, which is moving forward, with only Kelsey Grammer returning and no one else is blank. Um, I'm going to use three words and say mad about you. Because I'm pretty sure they did a mad about you revival also and nobody saw it. So I feel like it's going to be a repeat of that disaster. That's mm. creative response. Well, isn't? Didn't he come from Cheers though? Didn't this already happen? Yeah, but it's 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 so strange. It's like you got a spin-off. This is a revival now of the spin-off. Yeah, and it's a it's a revival sp- Sorry, Amanda. I well, I just said that Frasier was the most successful spin-off of all time, right? I think. I think so. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah, and this when I the more I read about this, it is a revival spin-off. That's what it is. Because none of I mean Martin, the father, he died, he passed away. And they asked David Hyde Pierce if he would return, and he said no, he didn't want to play Niles anymore. So because of the like legacy cast's response to the request, they decided to move Frazier to another new city and bring his son home, who apparently dropped out of college and became a fireman. So it's like the Martin Frazier dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just in the yeah, just they just moved the generation down a couple pegs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Now his son is going to be the the rough, haggard one. He's going to be like, "Oh, dad, you and your jazz records and your suits." Right. So my word is going to be a hail mary. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Well, I think we'll probably all watch it, or at least me, you, and Amanda will watch it. And I love Fraser a lot. See what happens. But if it even smells mm-hmm. like it doesn't have. The yeah. right vibe, then. Yeah, you'll I you'll love... tell right away. You'll be able to see right away. Yeah, and he's he was mostly he was a big chunk of the reason that the show was funny to watch in the first place. Even though all the side characters are great, that yeah yeah well nominal. He's they need to it, so. build new relationships and fill it out. And if they succeed, then you could have a new show. But Let's... the two and a half men after what's his nuts was a coke. Mm, Charlie, Sheen? Charlie Sheen was cut out and they brought in Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, it lasted a couple seasons, but it wasn't the same. It's true. Right. It's true. What I what I would have loved for them to have done instead would have been to have made his son played by Daniel Levy. Right? Is that Eugene Levy's <laughs> oh, son? Yeah. Daniel Levy. He comes back as and he's Frazier's son and he's like Frazier. Like he's a big pompous, you know, pres- like hoity-toity kind of guy but he's legit like he actually knows how to do it i always felt like like fraser had a little bit of like a fraud element to it like he's like a try hard mm-hmm. yeah and i would love for him to be, actually be good at it and for fraser to like stumble to be as good as his own son <laughs> at being at being himself essentially that could be interesting that could take it in a new direction this one's directed at daniel 
Um, the average henchman feels blank after being ordered to kill John Wick. Oh, you're right. You have to already be like they must have some sort of like suicidal cult that they, they, that they just like pull from. <laughs> like who wants to sacrifice themselves and everyone like stumbles, like pulls each other to the ground trying to get to the front of the line. Mm. Like, oh, me, I hope he kills me in the throat with a book. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great response. All right, this one's for everybody. The true story of Cocaine Bear only happened because some asshole named Blank didn't do his job. Intern. Hmm. His name was Andrew. That is correct. The the person who is responsible for the Cocaine Bear killing itself by eating and consuming cocaine was named Andrew. Nice. Can I just revisit one topic? From this segment. Sure. And that is the Nicolas Cage bit. Okay. My, you always say I never disagree with my husband, and that's why there, something's wrong with me. Daniel said. <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> I say that there's something wrong with both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel said that, like, Nicolas Cage has settled down, <laughs> like, that he's gotten some clout recently, quote unquote. <laughs> I just looked up his IMDb. He has four movies in post-production, none of which I've heard of, and all of which have cast members I've never seen before. <laughs> I don't think he's settled down at all. Once you once you pump that machine, that kind of momentum, it takes a long time to wind it down. <laughs> you can't wind it down. He's, he's an actor. He's sitting he pretty. Can't. He's going to have to crank out a few more like straight, <laughs> straight to streaming. you got to tap those air brakes. Yeah. Oh my Nicolas god. Nicolas Cage gets paid to do a job. Uh-huh. And he wants to do that job. Right. All the time. Yeah. He's an actor. He's a working man. Oh. We caught yeah. some face off the other night. Why this man was ever famous. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad shit. Face off is crazy. Fa- face off was a movie we would pull out of the fucking Walmart bin and watch and put it into our basket of bad shit bullshit. And yep. it was in the theaters, and it was popular, and it was—he's famous. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I remember watching that in the theater. Yeah. Sometimes people just like. Sometimes there's a, a, a ludicrous enough idea that the whole like general public, which normally ignores crap like that, is like, all right, yeah, I'll check off, I'll check that out. Just like just like right now, you like well, the one you just mm. said. Uh, oh, what a bear does cocaine? Oh, I'll do that one. In turn, I want to come clean to you before we jump into the lineup here. Um, yep. I spent some time listening to outtakes today, trying to find you on a recording saying the words, what, the, and word, so that I can create a jingle with your voice for the segment of what's the word. Uh. And I'm just going to come perfectly clean with you before we jump into the lineup here. And I'm going to tell you that you mumble. And when you do say the word what, and I try to isolate it, it doesn't sound like what when I isolate it. Well, what, what what does it sound like? Do you have the good clip? Can't tell you. It sounds like... What? 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 Yeah, it sounds like... Yeah, it sounds like this. It sounds like that. We have before us what could be the greatest lineup that we have ever experienced. You know, I knew that. I knew when I woke up this morning, I knew that this was going to be the best lineup that we've ever had. <laughs> I'm just reading a press release here from Sad Sack Studios right now. It says here that this is the greatest lineup that we have ever had. Before. Okay, now we don't say this very often. On tra- 
Play the greatest lineup you will ever witness as a member of this podcast. In the lineup to which all of you shall be bequeathed. And I'm not fucking around this time. This time it is serious. Tonight could be the greatest lineup, pound for pound, best lineup we've ever experienced before on Trailer Park Podcast. Wow! Well, I like a good pound. Uh, Sadzak has, has issued a few statements, Okay. Okay, here we go. Best show ever. Uh, um, <laughs> this lineup will change your life, yeah, and so, you'll punch a baby. And uh, number 80 means harmony. Your headliner for 147 is John Wick, Chapter 4. John Wick, Chapter 4. Here we go. Saying goodbyes? Saying hello. You think your wife can hear you? No. Then why bother? Maybe I'm wrong. You're going to die. Maybe not. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. A new day is dawning. New ideas, new rules, new management. We've known each other since we were nine Who is this? The Marquis de Gramont. Challenge him to single combat. Win or lose, it's a way out. I don't sit at the table. Your family does. Please pray for me. I was the black sheep of the family. Man has to look his best when it's time to get married. Or buried. I'm going to need a gun. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. If you win, the table will honor its word. We'll have your freedom. Under the old laws, only one can survive. Failure to meet at sunrise will result in execution. Last words, Winston? Just have fun out there. <laughs> I want you to find your peace. But a good death only comes after a good life. You and I left a good life behind a long time ago, my friend. Whew. I'm going to let it start off with Amanda. John Wick, chapter four, worried or excited? Oh. I, uh, I, I know that Nathan always goes first, so I just feel like so special right now going first. <laughs> 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 but 
but I think it's because everybody here knows that I've been thinking about this movie every day since like the teaser trailer was released. <laughs> I don't know what it like. I don't know if it's okay. Keanu Reeves is not a very good actor, so we're just going to give him like some cool lines to say in a gravelly voice that are only like three words long. Love it. Um, a ridiculous universe now at this point. Insane premises. Love it. And my favorite, I, I think it's because it's gotten so good over time, but like close up hand to hand combat and gun violence is my favorite thing. <laughs> like it's my favorite thing in the whole world to watch because it's so incredible to me, like how good these guys are at it at this point, not just John Wick, but also, you know, the Mission Impossibles and, and everything. I mean, it's just like, it's so elevated that it just, I, I can't, I love it. I cannot wait. Oh, oh John Wick. <laughs> Super duper triple excited. And yeah, we don't, I'll just jump in since I don't have much extra on top of that to say. Um, yeah, these are always so fun, mostly because the choreography, like you mentioned, it's all just so kick ass. And I don't even know what it is because I don't even think that it's that the lines they give him are simple because he's not that great of an actor. I don't know what is up with the lines that they give John Wick because his lines are literally nothing. They're nothing. They're not even cool, honestly. You get swept up in the music of everything, but they're just like, it'll be like a big swell of everything and the guy's next to him talking and he's like, oh yeah, well maybe this time we're going to kill you. And he just goes, yeah, well maybe, maybe you don't. Yeah. And then it crashes with cymbals and more songs and fighting and you're like, well, that wasn't technically very awesome. That was just the equivalent of like, no, you. So it's just like his lines are terrible, but the choreography is fucking awesome. I can, I will never get tired of revenge. I don't care how ludicrous it gets. All of the side characters that they give everybody in this movie are so much fun. And I feel like John Wick encapsulates the like perverted elements of Bond that are fun. Because I feel like now at this point in chapter four of 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 John Wick, if you're like a big actor actor and you just want to come fucking blow off some steam and have some fun. You can just go be a villain on John yeah. on the on the on the next John Wick and just like get a crazy accent and just have have fun have fun hit some people with a sword have a crazy accent and have a good time watch Keanu Reeves shoot a bunch of people and I'll never get tired of it I'm excited and this is sort of okay I gotta say one more thing this to me this is like the power of belief Daniel and I were I he came and dipped in while I was watching Mission Impossible the other day and I was like I which really Mission Impossible uh, I watched I watched five and six. Okay. I don't remember which one. All right. um, but I was like, I can't believe that he does this stuff. Like, I mean, he's riding these motorcycles. These motorcycles are fucking fast. And this 60-year-old man is just doing these things. Daniel was like, it's the power of belief. Like, <laughs> the man believes he's fucking Xenu or whatever. And so he can do all this stuff. I kind of think at this point that Keanu Reeves sort of believes that he's John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you see him in interviews, it's like, oh, this is like, your your like spirit animal yes but, like beyond that like yeah you this is more to you than just a character you, this is a, this is a lifestyle that you are already probably leading <laughs> minus the super violence yeah. and it just fits yeah. yeah that's a good point there are comments that i've been reading like uh the other guy that's in that fight donnie you un or whatever mm -hmm. i don't know how to say his last name but they're yeah. he's late 50s as well so reeves and that donnie guy are both like 58 57 and they're having this fight, and they don't look 58, 57. Like, I can see Tom Cruise. I'm huge, you know, like, yes, Scientology. Yes, Tom Cruise. Please push the limit. Please deliver, 
the crazy action movie. I love it. And yeah, Reeves and this guy are going at it in their late 50s, and they don't look like they're in their late 50s. They look just fine. Yeah. He's so autistic. I think I'll need a gun. <laughs> okay. Get it out. Get it out, Keanu. <laughs> All right. I'm excited about John Wick 4 because I like the idea of... Well, first of all, I'm excited that Bill Skarsgård is in it. He's <laughs> he's he's the guy. He's Pennywise, not Tarzan. Right. And he's um he's looking like he's the guy that he's racing to face at noon, high noon or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And all these elements of that John Wick world of the table of the of the underworld assassin community, they're going to try and stop him from getting to this fight at noon. Yeah. That's the whole movie. It's going to be him trying to fight his way to get there at noon to have this one-off battle with this guy to clear himself with the high table and all will be well. But clearly that won't happen and there will be a John Wick chapter 5. Yeah. Because this this franchise is too much. It's got to keep going. Gotta keep going. It's such a unique genre because it's world building and it's action and it's I I want to lump it in with sci-fi because I love it when you introduce a new world to me and you give me all these rules and then you just keep expanding on that concept, that initial concept. And that's Mm. what John Wick does really well. And they're getting carried away with it. They're getting crazy. They're They're, doing a TV series called Ballerina with Anna de Arms that Reeves is going to be helping to launch. Cool. Give me more of this. As John Wick. Yeah, well, no, he's, yeah, I think he's probably going to be in it for like a little bit, and then it'll carry on with her character probably. Because he's smart, he's old, he needs to expand <laughs> beyond himself. Yeah, 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 and get a percentage of the cut of whatever profits that spin-off shit does. Absolutely. So, yeah. I just think that personally, I'm so far beyond the Michael Bay straight action. Like, we need to start getting more complex with our movies, with our genres. We need to overlap. You need to expand. And that's what John Wick is doing. It's the only movie that's doing it at at high at such a high level. Well, and yeah. It introduced gun, gun foo. And, sure. And changed choreography in film a little bit. Yeah, and the fact that he's actually reloading yeah. and that's part of the choreography yep. and you don't have to have that suspension of disbelief. Yeah, and, and uh, Daniel mentioned Bond and that makes me think of our conversation earlier today because mm. we were talking and we were bringing up a few different things that maybe we'll put down here. Is A, I was thinking about John Wick's body count and I'm like, how? what the fuck is it? And <laughs> how crazy is it? And and James Bond doesn't have that kind of body Not count. Not even close. Over he gets into fist fights movies. with people, and they put their guns away. Like he doesn't kill people that much. John Wick fucking murders lots of people <laughs> all the time. Armies. Oh yeah, I think he's like in the like four hundred and fifty or something. I think right. So so his body count is huge. And the other topic of conversation we had was franchises. How many movie franchises? move past the trilogy and when they do move past the trilogy what happens to the franchise after that or you know can you make a list of the best fourth installment and where would john wick chapter four land on that list like you you've got some examples out there like 
like uh, Mission Impossible 4 is arguably better than all three of the movies that mm. preceded it. Yeah. yeah, it was like a it was like a reset for the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And another great example is uh, that's uh, that's pretty tough. Mission Impossible Three is my favorite Mission Impossible. Well, and we're gonna bring up another one here: Mad Max Fury Road. Clearly, the best of the Mad Max franchise is Thunderdome. Is the fourth movie. Again, oh, right? Come on, you got other examples where where what are you doing? Like Star Wars: Phantom Menace. What are you doing? That's a terrible fourth movie. Mm-hmm. Just you know, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Like, do you, do you start to put in like a time limit where you argue over whether the fourth installment was organic or whether it was a cash grab, a continuation or a re? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think like, like the the Mission Impossible seems like more normal. Yeah. Than than Indiana Jones and all this shit where they do it like 20 years later or whatever. Yeah, right. that, and, that Indiana Jones feels like the cash grab and Mission Impossible feels like Tom Cruise going, oh, if we're going to fucking do this, let's fucking do this. Right, yeah. Yeah, and just I... For the rest of my life, the, the, you know? The, the full circle of it is just that John Wick seems organic and possibly yeah. more organic than most franchises that hit four. And Fast and Furious, right? Like the fourth one wasn't that good i don't think it hit its stride until number five yeah five is it's five is it's ghost protocol right (laughs) it took it took five to get there right so it's just a five for which one fast and furious fast and furious yeah yeah Yeah. that's true yeah so i i just think it's an interesting conversation that when a franchise moves past the trilogy what happens to it it's kind of an interesting uh topic and just real quick weird too about john wick is that even though they didn't lay into it really heavy until the second one when they knew that they were going to have something that they could actually take the distance, there's still a lot of like weird lore introduced in that first movie. So just for imagine just making a, a weird little action revenge movie that you only think is only going to be one of, and then you have already have like dropped all these little seeds of like golden coins and the concierge mm-hmm. that all shows up in the first movie. So it's weird that they would, they'd even bother to like have created that not knowing that they were going to have this much time. Yeah. And it- I guess you could just say that John Wick is a franchise that has exceeded expectations from the beginning. Yeah. That it was never intended if necessarily they didn't, to be a franchise. If they didn't kill the dog in the first one, would it have had the same response? Because that oh, shit. Excellent question. That did that connected with everyone. Everybody. Yeah. In turn, I'm just going to assume that you're excited here. Wait. I'm gonna, I need to say some stuff. Do you? Oh, okay. We're yeah. used to moving on. No, no, it's necessary. <laughs> so, Hiroyuki Sonata is uh, my favorite of course he knows current that. samurai. <laughs> and I really would like him to chop John Wick in half, and then Chapter 5 can be him coming back from the dead. Oh, for Christ's sake, Andrew. Uh, this looks great. It's just going to be sad when, you know, Sonata bites the bullet. It'll be like a really respectfully long fight, though. Yeah, super. Well, it, it doesn't and even see... He's not even the main bad guy. It's, okay. it's going to be beautiful. That's the last thing, is that all of these fucking scenes in the trailer, every single one of them was steady and fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah that is the thing with like all the John Wick stuff, is the steady cam is glorious. Yeah. Actually, I think... And two, and maybe also three. I think usually the penultimate fight is the bigger fight. Mm-hmm. So you're probably going to get what you want. Oh, I hope so. That's interesting. I saw a comment that 
uh, from someone on the internet that they said that they appreciated that John Wick John Wick cinematography was lit like it was well lit. Yeah, where the average action movie will go darker to hide its hide its its mistakes in its choreography and chapter. Or and John Wick is very. I mean, Reeves is notorious for his uh, work ethic with choreography. So I guess that allows them to light it more. Yeah. And it, and you can tell because it's always looks stellar. Yeah. Okay. Are we moving on here? Yep. All righty. We are moving on to our teeter tonight. In the teeter, we are going to be viewing a film uh, called Cocaine Bear. Okay. Cocaine Bear. Here we go. Medic! Oh, Jesus. What is that? Beth, we should go. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's more of this out there. They dumped it somewhere. I'm looking for my daughter. Forest is a dangerous place. Hey, Henry, check it out. Something got into it. A deer, maybe. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on The bear, it fucking did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. There was a bear. A bear? It was far. Hey, that's inappropriate. You're safe. Bears can't climb trees. Of course I can. Seems like the thing that stays with a man forever. Apex Predator. <laughs> High on cocaine. <laughs> Out of its mind. Oh! oh man, you fucked. What the fuck is wrong with that bear? Shoot it, man! Nathan, Cocaine Bear, worried or excited? Okay, there's two ways that you can come at this. You can come at it from the perspective or attitude that it looks like some seriously stupid shit. Or you can come at it from the perspective and attitude that uh, it could be fun. And uh, when they say it's very loosely based on true events, that's very literal. Yeah. They, uh, 
the true story of this incident involves a guy named Andrew who uh, was uh, smuggling drugs, and he looks like he set the airplane to kind of fly off into the ocean and fake his death, and he parachuted out with a bunch of drugs, 75 kilograms of uh, cocaine, and his parachute didn't open, and he died. <laughs> and the cocaine fell out into the woods, and a, and a bear ate it and died. He overdosed and died. There was no recorded incidents of the bear actually attacking anyone or killing anybody or doing anything. He just ate a bunch of cocaine and OD'd. So someone took this story and decided to create a movie and ran with it. Yeah, about trying to create a bunch of chaos with the bear running around and being coked up. So it could be fun. And if you come at it with the right attitude, right? So if you have the right attitude excited. Huh? Huh? Shouldn't they change it to inspired by true events? Perhaps. Because it's not a go-to. There's no regulation here. They just throw the words true and story around willy-nilly all the time. Yeah. I think question, Andrew, is whether you want to watch it. This could have been true, but was made up. Okay. I, bear. I don't disagree with you, but... No one is watching this movie and is like, <laughs> yeah, that definitely happened. Right. I I am going to watch that in the theater and I'm going to respond like... You're going to watch this in the theater. You're going to drive an hour and 40 minutes to the theater. Well, no, now that I'm in a... Well, yeah, it's still like a 40-minute drive it's to still- the theater. <laughs> yeah, the, the, t- right. the, t- the, the tone is clear that, that they're not taking themselves seriously and they're going to have fun with this concept as much as they can and it is because that they decide to go so ludicrous that i'm that i'm on board i don't, i'm i'm excited it looks like it's gonna be fun you should say that elizabeth banks what wrote it produced it uh, she's directing it i don't know if she wrote it she's funny yeah i think it's gonna be great i want to watch this bear fuck people up sorry amanda Oh, no. Go ahead. Okay. I, I also really like uh, the woman that plays one of the police officers, uh, Margot Martindale. She, I love her. Every time I see her, she's always got these small roles, but she always makes a big impression on me for some reason. Um, so uh, happy to see her. Um, looks zany. And as long as they keep the energy up and the pace up, I think it could be a really good time. I'm excited. I I love in the trailer when Margot Martindale gets attacked and her gun goes off (laughs) just (laughs) randomly. (laughs) She's trying to fire. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, right. I was going to say that I just came to the conclusion. I just realized when Andrew was talking that he went and saw Avatar, and I should have put this together. Normally, he has a 40-minute drive from his BC residence to a place where he can watch a movie. But because he was in Tuscagoogie, Saskatchewan, <laughs> he had to drive an hour and 40 minutes to get to a place that had a theater that had Avatar. He went out of his way for Avatar. Yeah, I picked up some groceries, too. Good job. For two weeks. That's nice. We're moving on. Uh, our Fulcrum tonight is already in theaters. And uh, the reason why is because we don't care anymore. <laughs> we pick the movie that we want to talk about. And we why, don't give a shit. Why didn't you guys get the menu? Huh? The menu? Because I didn't want to talk yeah. about it. 
It looked boring. It looked like another Manhunt movie. Who cares? Plus, I already know that everyone dies in that. Yeah, who fucking cares? We want to talk about this. That was your favorite movie? Last year. Yeah. Last year. Last year, your favorite movie was The Menu? So it's it's not only like it's been in theaters, it's like it's been wait. in theaters wait, 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 wait. in twenty twenty two. Let me let me get this straight. It you came out sp- while I was out there. You spend ridiculous amounts of money on criterion films and your yep. favorite movie last year was the menu? Like the one that came out last year, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh our fulcrum tonight <laughs> is uh Megan. With a three instead of an E. Well, it stands for Model 3 Generative Android. Mithragon. Megan, here we go. I designed Megan to protect Katie from feeling lonely. She will recognize you as her primary user. And when you do that, you're going to pair with her. Crazy. It's insane, right? Oh, don't I look nice, batting my eyes, isn't it pure perfection? Megan, your goal is to protect Katie from harm, both physical and emotional. One, two, three, four, I declare some work. I won't let anything harm you. I love her. Megan's not a person, Katie. You don't get to say that. Megan. What are you doing? Couldn't sleep. Occupational hazard. <laughs> Got your full attention. Don't! Stop! What the hell is that? <gasps> You should probably run. I won't let anything harm you ever again. Megan. Have I done something to upset you, Gemma? I know you think you're maximizing your objective function. Oh, really? Sugar, spice, and everything nice. No, that's not what made of. Megan? Baby doll skill. Don't provoke us or we will fall. You'd have to shut her down. Jesus Christ, I thought we were friends. I have a new primary user now. Me. Did Megan do something bad? What's going on? What are you? I'm Megan. <laughs> Baby, don't provoke us or we will. <laughs> Daniel, you worried or excited about uh, Megan? <clears throat> um, I am excited about Megan. I know intern is. I heard him. I heard him. <laughs> dancing that's all it takes as soon as she started dancing i was just drawn immediately back to night of the the demons and uh (laughs) an intern's love for for evil women that dance before they murder (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, so I knew that he was in the bag for this, and that that put a smile on my face. Um, the the evil doll thing, it's an it's it's old, it's tried and true. Um, I don't I don't have I don't like as a Chucky fan and someone that grew up with Chucky, I have no problem with other movies taking their turn at the evil doll thing. It certainly wasn't the first because it's all about how well you do it. What's your gimmick? What's your spin? And they've got their little semi sci-fi futuristic, you know, AI buddy doll. Uh, and it looks good. They give her her face looks right. Having her mouth be really slow and not match with her talking makes the effect of the uncanny valley look really good. Um, and it looks like it's not taking itself too seriously, which gives it a little bit of that that slapstick fun that that, that you want. So hopefully there'll be some nice. Uh, uh, this this movie needs really stylized kills. So as long as it has as long as it has two or three memorable kills, this movie should achieve what's going for it. I'm I'm excited. <clears throat> uh, let's throw it over to Chelsea. Uh, I fought hard to get this movie in the lineup. <laughs> I like started a re- led a reading campaign. <laughs> I, <laughs> I stood outside the Sazak Studios. I don't know what it what the difference is be, between this and Cocaine Bear because I think both are equally levels ridiculous. But Megan, I'm so excited. I can't even explain why I'm excited for this movie. The dancing. Well, this is. It's inspiring a lot of TikTok activity. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. It's bonkers. That dance comes out of absolutely nowhere. It does. It it is very weird when it does come out. You're like, whoa. (laughs) And the trailer makes you just, you can't help but like laugh at it. But also there's that girl from that, the actress from Girls. I don't know where she went or she was never anything, but always when actors or actresses come from. She was in Get Out. Oh yeah, she was in Get Out. Yeah, Allison something. She's the daughter of a famous news anchor. In real life. Yeah. Well, she's uh, carrying the torch. Yeah. I'm excited. I think he retired in disgrace because of a sex scandal. Perfect. <laughs> Her name's Allison Williams. So some guy with the last name Williams. <clears throat> my only issue, my only concern about this movie is that it's PG-13. Yep, that was one of the concerns I was going to bring up. It was originally filmed as an R-rated movie, but they cut out some things to make it PG-13, and the director is lobbying to have an unrated version of the movie released with the other kills in it. So we might have to wait to be satisfied. Yeah, and I think the TikTok activity is going to produce a sequel to this fucker. And I want to see Andrew do this dance. Well, that was actually another question we had. Uh, hmm. Watching the intern doing the Megan dance would be blank. Erotic. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it would. I don't know if my balls would survive. <laughs> you would come. <laughs> uh, yeah, you would come so much, Daniel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, he, and you know that they're doing a sequel to Megan where they have like... You know, like like other models of Megan, different ethnicities, oh. model Megans that are like so backup dancers. Like yeah, Forgan. And they have like a full like five chick like dance. Oh my god! Yep. Because <laughs> the- I want like, it. Oh, oh. I want it bad. <laughs> I'll remember that he is laying down naked right now. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, he's laying face down. down. Face down. Face down on yeah. the floor. Yeah. 
Okay. Just humping the hard floor as hard as he can with a stern erection. Oh, oh wow. Come <laughs> <laughs> uh, I give you gold every time we do this. Every time. Is that a clip? Every time. Yeah. That, that was, was a, a clip. That was a clip, yeah. So organic. That felt real. Know, felt real. <laughs> you knew it was off because it was like weirdly arrogant. Yeah. He's always so, deprecating. You tell I'm this gonna is jump a clip. in here and just say that this dance is so <laughs> awesome. And then and then she picks up a sword. Yeah. Well, and yeah. continues to dance. I. What do you? What, oh, do, you, what do you call God. that thing? The the paper cutter? Is that yeah, a paper it's like cutter? Yeah, it's like the machete from the paper cutter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that they're using the environment. You know, she's pulling shit off of the environment. I love that I heard intern lose it over top of the trailer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. It's very rare. Yeah. No, this is a, this is a great lineup. Hey. It's Except for lineup. Cocaine Bear, which you coincidentally didn't come and talk to me about. Whatever. Oh, it felt like he failed, but I was like, I, I surely he did. Like, surely he wouldn't have done that because he knew oh, my okay. disposition. Ridiculous. So we're all excited so far. This is a uh, uh, shard. In what the, about in Amanda? Well, Chelsea was worried about cocaine bear. No, you knew that, that from before the podcast. Uh, that you didn't say that though, so that's why she was conveniently skipped. Mm-hmm. We're all excited. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to ruin his conspiracy. <laughs> So he's trying to shard. So yeah. he's trying to shard his way through. Amanda? Yeah, Maybe Amanda. It looks, uh, it looks funny. Um, I am excited to see it. I actually think we're going to go see it on Monday. Maybe. Um, you know, I- I'm bummed that it's PG-13. That's because eh, I do. I want some like really gruesome kills and we're probably not going to we're not going to get it with that rating. But if it's funny enough, I won't care. Excited. What's wasn't like uh, Scream PG thirteen? Maybe. Also, the breadth of what is allowable within PG thirteen has grown a lot oh, that's over true. the years. Yeah. So it may not be as devastating, but yeah, it does suck as always. Yeah. Well, because part of the the lure is that you've got this bizarre premise coupled with insane violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. she's a robot. She should be super strong, like pull heads off with the spine attached. <laughs> Yeah, we really yeah. need to see the uh, unrated version when it comes out. Yeah, on Criterion. Well, at least yeah, at least there, yeah. at least there, there's a conversation about that. You know, I think you just you guys need to go in expecting that it's going to be tamed down, and that there could be another version in the future that uh, elevates it. And I don't totally mind as long as the kills, the premise of the kills is the same. If they had to cut out, you know the top of someone's skull being severed or something, then as long as I get the gist, I'm okay. I don't know. This could end up being like Wicker Man, like the cage one, where that <laughs> extra four minutes is crucial. What extra four minutes? How dare you bring up Wicker Man? I have no clips prepared. <laughs> the bees! God damn it. The legs! Another flower! <laughs> Rose. Rose. Another plant. It's not even flowers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I can't do clips. I can't recall shit. (laughs) Nathan will go back in post-production. I mean, Sad Sex Studios will go back in post-production and recreate all those clips we just did. (laughs) That's right. 
trying. I'm trying. I don't see it. Oh, Wicker. It's in a separate fucking folder. He God has damn own it. Folder. There's so many. Wicker was in a different folder. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's in the bag? A shark or something? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so in the totter tonight, uh, we're introducing the uh, the intern film for the evening. Oh, it was suggested to me that there should be a, a movie in the lineup that speaks to the intern and his criterion needs. And I felt that the totter was the best place to put that because, you know, teeter, you're kind of on the rise and totter, you're kind of being let down. So <laughs> here, here we go. The bathroom break. Here's your opportunity. <laughs> in the totter tonight, we have uh, the intern entry, which is uh, women talking. Women talking. (laughs) Here we go. talk about our bodies. We were given two days to forgive the attackers before they returned. We hardly knew how to read or to write, but that day, we learned how to vote. Do nothing. Stay and fight. Leave. If we do not forgive these men, we forfeit our place in heaven. Surely there must be something worth living for in this life, not only the next. We know that we've not imagined these attacks. We know that we are bruised and infected and pregnant and some of us are dead. We cannot forgive because we are forced to. Who are you? Who are any of you? Pretend I have had a choice. We know that we must protect our children. I will become a murderer if I stay. We are not all murderers. Not yet. Men have taught the lesson of power to the boys. And they have been excellent students. But they are children. And they can be taught. Have we made a decision? Our choice will be your future. Intern, women talking. Worried or excited? Okay, so (laughs) this has uh, Jesse Buckley, Rooney Mara, 
Francis McNorman. I am uh, love all these women. And uh, I cannot wait until they all become murderers. Yeah, I'm excited. Of, murders of what? Like, what's happening? Well, they're gonna kill the guys that that uh, rape them. You want some? You want some background? It's uh, loosely based off of a cocaine bear story. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they, these women come across a bunch of cocaine. Okay. I want to speculate wildly first. Okay, speculate wildly. <laughs> I have the information. If you ask for it, I can give. It I'm to you. scared of what Nathan's gonna say because from the trailer. Okay, from the poster, I'm obviously worried. But then you get into the trailer, and it's talking about a 2010 census. They're building a world. They're speculating based on possibly something different in history created this situation they're in. And they don't give us any details about what is going on, which is key. Because I fear that if I knew what was going on, I would be worried. (laughs) Okay, so there, so there was some, yeah, because I didn't. That they said 2010, and then everybody looked like they were from like uh, the old times. Or... Can't read. Yeah, it looked like pioneer women, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. is this like the village? And then are I was you like, requesting oh, information? No, like, no. Maybe, maybe this isn't the village. Maybe I just heard it wrong. <laughs> and I was like, oh wait, is this about a bunch of women that got raped, and now they're gonna go kill all the men that raped them, or is this yes. like, is this like a sci-fi like? They are they pregnant with humans? <laughs> they get abducted by aliens, and are the aliens rape them. Think a bunch of men came by and raped them. But that's really like the facade that the aliens put down over oh top of God. the trauma. <laughs> and they burn their thighs because that's I... what the markings were. No, that was a period, Andrew. Get I... the fuck. And I have one question and one question only. I have the information. Do they dance? Do they dance? Do they dance? If they dance. Success. <laughs> Listen, I have the details. Gimme. Okay. Don't ruin it, Nathan. Oh, thank God. Oh. Chelsea, cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's based on a true story. There's a novel written about it. An ultra conservative Mennonite community in Bolivia. No. From 2005 to 2009. Nine men drugged and raped females ranging in age from 3 to 60. Ew. Oh, gross. The men of the colony, the elders, dismissed their reports as wild female imagination. Hysterical, yeah. Yeah. Even when the assaults resulted in pregnancy. So this is about rapists and uh, women talking about it if you told me to watch women talking for an hour and 44 minutes i'd probably say no (laughs) but if you're gonna rape them a bunch then i'm in but this trailer (laughs) this trailer looks pretty good for an intern movie (laughs) that okay so you're telling me it's about a cult i'm telling you it's about a mennonite community Man, a cult. <laughs> they're religious, so yeah, I guess you know Hutterites. Well, they're talking about it's about people escaping a cult. So I'm gonna say I'm still in a sex cult, but I'm scared. I'm dress it up. I'm scared garb. of how slow it can be yeah. because I want a lot of the cult part and not a lot of the talking part. This is the It'll kind of like... movie where you say, "Look at all these actresses in it. Look, it's Sarah Polly 
who's grown over the years I'm from being wor- an actress into a, in a, into a director. She should be nominated. They all should be nominated. I'm worried that Frances McDormand's in it because I feel like she only takes projects that are Oscar. tiring. Oscar. That's <laughs> <They're> tiring. <laughs> It's gonna be like a documentary on like on like the or like origins of the of the Mormon Church in Utah. Like it'll be like that. Like oh, all of a sudden we thought there was just a bunch of guys sitting out there in the woods doing their own thing, and then we got some reports, and then we went out there, and it turns out every female three to sixty is pregnant. <laughs> and the elders but were just like whores, whores. It's just like a self. If you think it happened, you can you can impregnate yourself. Mm. Yeah, well, no, it, with, with like with the Mormons in Utah, it turned out that it was all these hysterical women just making up a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Uh, Amanda, what's yeah. your official uh, stamp on this? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why didn't you skip Amanda? Amanda's should, smarter than all of us. I'm sure it's well made and well acted and all of those things that make for a quote unquote great movie. But like, I don't want to go be depressed. Like, that's all this is going to be. Also, the 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 like camera thing where it's like, oh, it's all black and white, except like uh, certain things are in color. What is this? I don't. The giver. Yeah. They strip the color out of it on purpose because it's thematic. It's like taking the li- the color out of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in The Giver, there was an actual, they literally could not see color of the characters themselves. Oh, wow. It's like, uh, really like Schindler's List. So you that know? makes it okay. Okay. <laughs> bitches! <laughs> you bitches! What the fuck is that from? That's more Wicker Man. He brought it up. Wicker Man? Uh... This is murder! Murder! Killing me won't bring back your goddamn Yeah, there's like honey. 10 clips from when he gets abducted and they start to torture him with the bees and stuff. The whole part's great. They're breaking his legs. There's the bees. He's calling them bitches. Yeah. Exactly. And then he punches. Yeah, he punches him in the, the, in the bar. In the yeah. The whole flower thing. What's in the bag? A shark or something? <laughs> shark or something? Anyway. Five hole bound, folks. <laughs> What's that? I'm also worried. It's just skipping there, like somebody every time, eh? It's because I say it's because I it's because we all say our piece now, like just without the formal like tag yeah. on the yeah yeah. You get it, yeah. Dale doesn't care. We used to care <laughs> back in the day. We used to be like, oh, is everybody officially worried or excited? And now we're just like, oh, fuck it. I'm gone for two episodes, and this is what I come back to. <laughs> God damn it. Do you remember when we used to do like accuracy ratings when the intern actually did stuff for us? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, back when he actually performed a function. (laughs) All right. Uh. (laughs) Chelsea's losing her mind. All right. Five hole. Uh, It's time for a knock at the cabin. Knock at the cabin. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 
are we going to sing along? Yes, I think, of I think course! I want to put on my, 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 boogie shoes. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I want to put on back all the way around to intern Nathan that, that's quite the turnaround Maybe? I just want to say I think that uh, M. Night Shyamalan might be the director that has graced the TPP lineup the most he is on here a lot this is I think his fifth entry <gasps> On TPP. Well, the trailers are interesting. Which is a lot. The archivist is coming out. The trailers. You do have a use. Are interesting. Yeah, and there's usually a, the gimmick is usually like solid. You, it's usually enough for you to go like, well, I wouldn't mind seeing how that turns Maybe out. Maybe this will be the good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go and you watch old, and you're like, oh right. Oh, um, you guys, you guys watched old. Yeah. And what is the confirmation there? Uh, it's it's all right. It's it was kind of get getting old quick. Mm. Yeah, you got that's hilarious. Age. Yeah, they get stuck, I'm, on, a, I'm glad. Get stuck on a beach where they age super super fast. Yeah, you know, the, you know the premise. Yeah, it was getting old quick. Yeah, there's fun stuff that they can do with that, and they did do that some of that fun stuff. They also did some other disturbing stuff. That's like okay, fucking Hollywood, you perverts. And then <clears throat> yeah, that's what they're they're, they're just there's. They come out and you're like, okay, so you don't have much more than the gimmick. 
You want to be Hitchcock, but you're not. I liked Split, and I really didn't like Glass. You liked Split? Yeah. That's concerning. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't I was entertained. You liked, I was, you liked Split? <laughs> I was swayed with uh, my, my blindness for Anya Taylor-Joy, the same way that Nathan is for Jake Gyllenhaal. Hey, don't fucking talk about him. He couldn't even get 10 minutes in that Michael Bay movie, Ambulance. Yeah. No, I shut that <laughs> shit off. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm psyched for the Roadhouse remake with Conor McGregor. Who Diane. asked for jacked. that? I'm jacked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get back on topic okay, here. Sorry. Okay, sorry. You brought up Jake. Your fault. Yeah. Uh, the The most concerning thing about this is that I really like... Uh, the Hold. wrestler in this and Holden, and I Bautista. might not after this. Okay, I don't know. I think I, I have character concerns. in this more than Knives Out. Oh, uh, he served a, a purpose, but it wasn't as good as uh, like his Blade Runner or My Spy. He was really funny in that. Yeah, he's really good in Blade Runner. I really like him. That. And, they, and he looks like he's doing a pretty good job in this with what they give him to do, which is something interesting about this whole apocalypse thing. <clears throat> Can I throw a wrench in the gears? No. Sure. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> okay, I'm, getting, I'm getting a yes from my blood, and I'm getting a no from my love. <laughs> what do I do? Look to, your, look to me. I'm like, I've been throwing wrenches in the whole time. <laughs> All right, here's the thing. I started to ask myself questions. I said, "Myself, I said, self, what, uh, what are the, what are the guidelines for evaluating an M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie?" Nice and respectful. Yeah, and I said to myself, "Well, his early stuff, he wrote it all himself. Maybe we can create some separation between movies he has written himself as original content." and movies he has adapted from source material. Maybe we can draw some comparison that way. Because I'm noticing on the internet, the fan people of the world are saying, this was a great book. And mind you, this could all be engineered by a, by a studio. These could all be fake comments being plugged by paid stooges. But they're all on there saying, Oh, the book is amazing. 10 out of 10 for the book. I didn't know who was going to play Leonard. Dave Bautista is the perfect casting. This is so weird, but perfect. Blah, blah, blah. This book is going to blow your mind. And it's going to make you really angry, but in a great way. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with any of this information. I can say that Old was based on a graphic novel. And you have now revealed to me that that was bullshit. So I, I sit here waiting in the water, <laughs> not knowing what to do. Bullshit. This wasn't great. Okay, but I, you get my point. Is that I sit yeah. here waiting in the water. I don't know what to do. I want to make an excuse for the movie to possibly be good, but I know Shyamalan likes to suck it up. So, like a great concept, and then the reveal is like, oh fuck off. Like that's that's how you feel in a, <laughs> if you went to the theater. And watched M. Night Shyamalan do his thing. You'd be like, oh, cool, cool. Oh, fuck off. That'd be great if they just used one like they had already done before. If they're like, oh, oh, it's it's the plants are releasing these pheromones. <laughs> don't bring up the don't bring up the happening because 
Mark Wahlberg and M. Night Shyamalan should have never gotten together. What? No. He's, I should his... watch that. I haven't oh, seen that. That is such. That is the worst one. I remember working at the video store watching that one and just being like in awe of Mark Wahlberg's what's happening face. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> what's happening? He's just bewildered. Such mm-hmm. bullshit. It's truly the worst one. Um, I'm... God damn it. I'm curious, though. That's how it always is. <laughs> the, cur- the curious always makes you go watch it, even though you know it's probably not going to be oh. I'm like, are, I don't, are they going to hurt these people? Mm. I don't know. Is, is, it, is, is it a twist? Like, is it? The home invasion, I love home invasions. But then it's like, well, they seem sort of at um, conflicted about doing this to these people. Like, What, if, what if you say excited, I say worried, and we balance it? Oh, we disagree for once. Mm-hmm. Why? I'm excited. <laughs> Worried. Is the Why twist. is Ron Weasley there? Ron Weasley is there Best because... Best question yet. Okay, I have the answer to that question. But before I tell you the answer to that question of why Ron Weasley is in this movie, I'm going to say... I'm going to pose a question. Is the twist of this movie that they're just fucking psychos? That there's be... nothing about the apocalypse? No. I would that, rather... Yeah, that'd be great. I'd rather it be that, that it's there's actually an apocalypse. <laughs> yes, I think that that would be better, but I'm saying... I don't think that would be better. I'd prefer it if they were just crazy. You prefer if they were yeah. just psychos. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's like, that's the, like, that's assumed, right? Like, that's the expected. Yeah. I actually think the expected is they're going to hype this up. They're going to convince these people. And then it would be nice if the twist was that the world was ending anyways, and they were just sociopaths trying to get you to kill each other hmm. yeah it's if it was neither it was like a youtube prank show it's like nah you got it you just got apocalypse just like after <laughs> after they kill one of themselves then green. you're like you're on candid camera yeah. like green slimed like you can't do that on tv okay do you want to know why ron weasley is in this yes all right i'm gonna give you the answer the answer is there's an apple tv series called servant and rupert grint is a character in that TV series. And that TV series is created by M. Night Shyamalan. So the relationship between the TV series for two seasons now and Rupert Grint and M. Night Shyamalan has produced his presence in this film. His name sounds like a British racial slur. It's like uh, he really lost out on the success of those three. You're he should friend. have done the same thing as Daniel. He should have just done weird ass shit like he's like like this. He's late. He's, he's late. Daniel. Well, he did. He bought like an ice cream truck and Dang. sold ice cream for no. a while. Guys, he's a ginger. He's no, that's just, like he didn't have the same opportunities as Daniel. He doesn't have a soul. He that's doing like what your six year old brain was like. If I had money, I'd buy an ice cream truck and give it away. For, that's bullshit. I mean, like, choose some fucked up movies, like where you have sex with a horse or whatever Daniel was doing when he first got off of Harry Potter. Look, we have to lean into this. Gingers are the only ones that they let us mock anymore. Gingers yeah. are unprotected. Need more gingers. Yeah. Like, they, you're not allowed gingers. to say anything bad about anybody in this world anymore, but gingers are just like, no problem. People just keep shitting on them. Fuck them. No. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We love you so Can much. Can we agree that M. Night Shyamalan... Shyamalan. Shyamalan. You, you, you said it the best out of everyone tonight, and I think you're drunk. <laughs> Chelsea true. wins. It's true. 
all he's ever done is I see dead people. Uh, signs in the village, I think, people were his signs, best work. But if you rewatch signs, it's signs. garbage. I like signs. I still like signs. When was the last time you watched it? Because that like two years ago. That five-year-old has like half full water glasses everywhere. Fuck off. The the, oh. the, the, the grandparents. We're, those... we're an alien race, and we can't we can't touch water. But let's land on a planet that's seventy-five, eighty percent water. Yeah. That's where we're gonna go. What? Yeah, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like a whole twenty-five percent of spots. Earth's pretty big. Maybe they were and running I, out of gas. Maybe they didn't have anywhere else to go. The grandparents one. That was the best uh, one the that I could think of recently. Yeah. The visit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The that visit. Was most, the most cohesive, solid A to B horror movie. But I think um, <clears throat> Chelsea's point was that this guy has had an entire career built off of the sixth sense and he hasn't yes. proven himself since then he has not arguably at all yeah yeah he, yeah he fucked himself kind of yeah but hey you came and out that, you hit a home by, run on the first plate appearance and you're still in the league that, for some reason that, that there's no point in watching ever again which one the sixth sense, the sixth sense. oh right because of the twist ending you can't watch it again. yeah any like of them, yeah yeah, any of them. Daniel made a point, good point. All of his movies have these little twist endings. That, that's, well, his, that's his thing. That's his hook, and you want to know what it is. And this movie trailer is no different. And I'm probably going to read the book because I can't trust. Yeah, and it works. And the trailers are good. And we've proven that. Amanda wants to know. She said excited. <laughs> and I'm excited too, God damn it! There you go. Oh. Maybe there's something going on there with the female Energy. The ladies Fuck. are getting hot and bothered. Off. <laughs> the, the women are talking. The women are talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, maybe there's something in us that like is just continuing to search for like this is going to be the one. Yeah. Going to finally, he's going to find the 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 you know. This will fix him. This yeah. will fix it. Yeah. He's, he's find the, the reveal that's going <laughs> to blow all our minds. He's going to take but, out the garbage without being asked. This is yeah. the time. This you know what the fuck? Wants to really... want to do the dishes. <laughs> he makes enough money off these to keep making them. Oh, good stuff. Uh, People want to see it. Well, People okay. like his stuff. It's, it's chicks are into up. true crime. That's why. Chicks, chicks. are into true crime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen. In tribute Look. to the intern coming home and uh, coming back to the podcast, we have. Uh, we have to play the mashup, don't we? Yeah. All the right. mashup. Yeah, on the way out tonight. Just... The intern, mm. son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah, no, that's uh, <laughs> secretly become your title without your knowledge. Daniel and I have decided to treat you uh, like an intern. Yeah, intern no. sounds like shit. Well, to each their own. Gentlemen, how are you tonight, uh, intern? I am super duper. Super duper from the intern. Uh, Daniel, how's the lesbian radar treating you? Uh, don't ever come to me third again (laughs) nathan were you worried or excited about spotlight uh daniel i don't know what to do right now i don't uh when you hand it off to the intern he can't wait daniel were you worried or excited chelsea were you worried or excited all at the same time now this is what you guys are getting for calling me an intern over and over again (laughs) you realize that right can you wait for a second Talk out of turn every goddamn time. I thought that was you both talked, and now it's my turn. I thought we resolved this already. Should we start over? Yeah. Play the music again. 
<laughs> Andrew? Yeah. I need you to back the fuck up. Fuck you, intern. Hey, Amanda. Hey, intern, don't talk to me. <laughs> and uh, being the intern that he is, uh, still hasn't managed to come up with anything to contribute to the show. Yeah, I'm gonna go kill myself after this podcast, so. You were anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing uh, new. Way to pull up the rear, intern. Yeah. <laughs> okay, trying to bring some variety. All right, gentlemen, the feminine perspective. Is it, is it, I feel like that was uh, something I should have put together a long time ago. Um, I agree. Okay, thanks, intern. Yeah. I'm going to fucking poison him. I okay. thought you were going to kill yourself. Yeah, the breaking point thing made me concerned a little bit. That's for later. Intern, let's get you back to what you do best, which is what we tell you to do. Curl into the fetal position and die. Otherwise known as interning. <laughs> Yeah, you just give him, like, the tiniest nugget of kindness. <laughs> and he, I think it, like, sustains him for days. Like, gorges on it. I don't think so, because he just gets snubbed over and over again, no matter what. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> he really did. He really just did like... up for himself a bit. <laughs> You just crushed him over time. Uh, Chelsea's thing in the middle is like the greatest. What the fuck, you just intern? Fuck you intern. <laughs> Good time. Uh, don't talk to me. Curl up in the fetal position and die. Otherwise known as interning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's probably the greatest mashup I've ever made in my life. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, it's so outdated now. <laughs> it's nice to be the star. It was. You were. You are. You are. We were I like are. debating while I you were was. gone who we were gonna shit on, and it was still you. Yep. <laughs> Good stuff. Yep. You can't be replaced. Uh, 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 <sighs> Good times. You. All right. Well, uh, unless anybody else has anything else, um, I say we uh, we bid adieu. It was a great episode tonight. Welcome back, intern. Nice to hear your voice. 